welcome to the Amateur MILF Society, a podcast about the highs and lows of mothering in the modern age. We're your hosts, Sinead and Rosie, and we're just, just trying. trying. Join us on a journey from positive pregnancy tests through to school and beyond as we try to untangle all those complicated thoughts and feelings that come when you decide to push a baby out of your vagina. Other birthing methods are available. We are average, non-famous mums who live average, non-famous lives. Although if we get famous, we're not complaining. And maybe... You can come for a drink with Leicester's premier podcasting MILFs. What do you mean? I mean, I might actually be implying that we are already famous. Oh, yeah, yeah. The introduction is suggesting that, like, oh, if we get famous, we'll do this really cool stuff. But the thing you're about to say is the cool stuff that we're actually doing. Yeah. Which means that we think we're famous. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we've thought we were famous since the day that we put out the first episode the, of this podcast. The second we pressed publish on that first episode, we were like, now we're famous podcasters. <laughs> but we're we now are, more famous. Yeah, we are now more famous. <laughs> we have been recognised in the street. I think that qualifies us as famous people. Okay. I know that I know that we specifically wanted to introduce this podcast to talk about something that we're about to do and we're going to plug it. But yeah. before we do that, I've just been reminded of the fact that one of our biggest followings is in a place in America, <laughs> in Ohio, that we have no idea about. No. What's it called again? Boardman. Boardman, Ohio. So for the people of Boardman, Ohio, if you're listening right now, Please, for the love of God, will you message us and let us know, like, how this happened? Yeah, please get in touch because we have, like, 800 listeners in Boardman, Ohio. What happened? (laughs) What did we do? I've never been to America. Neither have I. We've never been to America. No. I mean, we've maybe we talk about America, but we've never spoke about Boardman, Ohio. We've never spoken about Ohio. No. And I'm really excited that we have a following that we knew nothing about. If... Uh, all of our lovely listeners in Boardman, Ohio, uh, want to put together a Kickstarter to fly yeah. us out. We're happy to oh, do mate. an event there too. We could we could record a podcast from Boardman, Ohio, unless you're all creeps. Yeah. If you're like not creeps and you're just normal people being who just actually like our podcast, then sure. If you're creeps, then I mean, you could still send us money, but we're not coming over. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. How weird is that? It's really weird. I remember Yes, we are famous. We're famous. (laughs) Yeah, we're famous. Specifically in Boardman, Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, they've got flags with our faces on. (laughs) Somehow. I remember looking at our analytics and being like, why do we have so many listeners in Boardman, Ohio? We need to check the politics of Ohio, the state of Ohio and how like what the political kind of I think the political climate climate is more liberal than most of America is I think. it is it yeah there's a place in Ohio no 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 I'm thinking of a different place no yeah. I'm thinking of a completely different state actually I think Ohio is like south right as if we're mentioning this and we've not even done our research about the state <laughs> of Ohio but you know I guess we're just wondering why we have such a following over there is it because the political climate is quite sad and depressing and we're a kind of uplifting something or I don't know the reason that we brought up being famous is... Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. We've let's gone go back completely to, off topic here. Let's go back to the actual plug, shall we? Yeah. So we are doing another event. Yeah. Live event, guys. Ooh. It's going to be at Little Sister, which is a bar in St. Martin's Square. Not in, in, o- not in Ohio. It's not in Ohio. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's in Leicester City Centre. It is. Um, in St. Martin's Square. 
and it's going to be on the 22nd of February to celebrate Marguerite Day. Yeah. I'm so excited. So excited. So it's going to be called Milfs and Margs and we're going to be playing Tequila Bingo. La, what was it called? La, La Lotteria. La Lotteria. We're going to be playing that live. And giving away some prizes, which giving include some... tequila. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Critically, um, we've got... I can't say the name of the brand. Can you say it? Cascabel? Cascabel. I'm so sorry if we're saying this wrong, but the brand of tequila, Cascabel, like they're coming in with all their beautiful tequila. They're coming. They're coming. Cascabel are coming. And we're going to be there. Antics. Silliness. Silliness. Shenanigans. Shouting. Whooping. Joking. We're going to be really funny. Drinking. Drinking. All of these things will ensue. Yeah. It's the... Thursday of half term. Leicester half term. Of Leicester half term. Leicester half term. So any Leicester based MILFs or MILF adjacent people, mm-hmm. um, please come down and have a drink with us. We would love to see you. And if you're off work anyway, you might as well parent on a hangover. You might as well get pissed. It's free entry. Yep. Which is brilliant. And, and you it, might win presents. You might win presents. Presents. Prizes. You might get a present in the form of a prize. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's yeah 6 30 until basically you're all pissed yeah 6 30 till the tequila runs out yeah and yeah it should be a really good laugh we're really excited about it so please come to that a lot of people have asked us if we're doing any more live shows there it is we're doing one and it's also with booze so you might as well come and hopefully we're going to be doing more live as the year goes on yeah. so keep your eyes peeled on our social media for further information and stuff more plugging more plugging okay sure <laughs> sure thing Sinead you said it um what's your week in a sentence my week in a sentence is there is always fucking something yeah like always yeah. that's um that's sentence of the year I think already yeah because yeah. I mean like yeah 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 because always I, <laughs> there's you always just think something that everything is fine and then all of a sudden bang bang another thing happens i was the reason i was thinking this is because i've said it to about four separate people this week in conversations i was speaking to one of the mums at school and um she's got three kids all of whom have had chicken pox this month oh god that is awful i feel much better about how my last few weeks have been (laughs) oh bless her she just wow i saw her and i think i just looked at her i was like that is a woman that needs to vent. That is a woman who needs tequila. Yeah, that is a woman that needs tequila. On a Shout drip. out to Beck. <laughs> you need tequila on a drip, Beck. Come and see us. But yeah, it was just, we were just having a chat near the school the other day and I was just like, it just feels like there's always something. So there's relentless. always something going on. I, the, it just seems like there's never a prolonged period of peace mm-hmm. yep. in any of our lives. I've not yep. spoken to anyone that's had a good January. No, and it's been like, we spoke a lot about, um, well, when we spoke about burnout, it inevitably brought us back to Christmas quite a lot because it was just after Christmas and how like relentless it was and how actually we wanted to use January as a kind of recoup month uh-huh. and a time to sort of reflect and not do much and sort of not have any stupid resolutions to get better, just to sort of exist. And it turns out that karma does not want us to just exist. Karma, oh, no, no, no. Karma <laughs> doesn't want me to rest. Karma does never never wants me to rest and wants to punish me Karma's, for what? Karma I, is literally saying you can rest when you're dead. Yeah, literally. You can rest when you're dead. Not not one single moment 
is going to be and, and if you do have a restful moment the next moment after that will be oh by the way your kid's just smashed into a tree or do you know what I mean it's going to yeah. be something yeah something happened oh the kids have been ill no worries they're getting better at karma's like well you've not had it yet maybe you should have it now yeah here you go here have the disease and be off for two weeks oh I know yeah I know it's really funny because my week in a sentence is kind of like very very relatable to what you just said <laughs> um are you have you are you done venting or do you want me to do I'm done venting, venting, done venting. Yeah. okay yeah. there'll be lots more venting throughout the session I imagine session I've said it's session like, like, it's like a... we're in therapy yeah we're each we're each other's therapists and clients at the same time yeah we can't afford actual therapy so we just make this podcast and then record it yeah why not i think that seems fine we're sitting on a lovely sofa yeah we're not oh another announcement to big me. news guys can you tell in the air can you tell by the sound of the lovely air can anybody hear smoothies being made no i can't hear a single smoothie being made i can't hear any dead bodies being dragged along the <laughs> corridor i can't hear the sound of a ghost clicking around the room <laughs> What does this mean? We've had a change in scenery for our recording space. We have. At the minute, things are still kind of coming together. Is that? It looks like a bit of confetti because mm-hmm. we're so excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. um, so we've decided to start recording the podcast from my bedroom instead yes. of from Stay Free. Why the hell not? We will have proper microphones shortly. They haven't come yet. Arthals. It's Amazon doing their lovely thing where they're like, you weren't in. Oh, shut up. Because someone has knocked on the door with I'm all the, sorry. the force of a feather. I was in all day yesterday. They were like, oh, hey, we tried to deliver this, but you weren't in. I was like, yes, I fucking was. Yeah, and you didn't because my dog would have barked. <laughs> what do you think I've got a dog for? Yeah. Honestly. Also, I wonder if maybe because you had an incident with your fence, didn't you? Two, yeah, two incidences with our fence. Two incidents where fence loses overwind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I wonder if the Amazon delivery driver like saw the broken fence and went, I don't know where I stand here because I can't just throw the box over the fence because <laughs> the fence is technically not there. And it was like, maybe it's like a bit of a paradox for an Amazon delivery driver when they come upon a broken fence because they're like, can I throw it over the fence? Oh, no, should I, I just find a bin to put it in? Can I put it in the bin? But the bin's fallen over in the wind as well. The wind is the scourge of the Amazon delivery yeah. driver because they just don't know what the fuck to do. They're like, oh, maybe I should just like throw it. In someone's garden three streets away. (laughs) And the wind will gently bring it back to their house. (laughs) So yeah, the microphones haven't arrived yet, so we're hoping that this sounds all right. Yeah, mm, it should be fine. Our voices are carry enough, don't they? Yeah. I mean, if anything, you might need to turn the volume down on your headphones. (laughs) To avoid the sound of our shrill little voices. Complaining about everything that ever happens, ever. Yeah, I was listening to our podcast the other day and I was just like, hmm... You should never admit to listening to your own podcast, Sinead, but sure. It's my, it's literally my job. Yeah, contractually obliged to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I edit the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you do. I can't to. really do that without <laughs> listening to the podcast. I listen to it when I walk the dog. I've got no excuses. Yeah, no, you do actually have to say that you can edit out smoothie making <laughs> and dead bodies. Oh, Christ. But yeah, there will be microphones. Um, I'm going to do my week in a sentence now. Yes. Because we do have a time frame to adhere to today. We do. We can't just run our mouths like we usually do. We probably still will. Uh, my week in a sentence is very similar. So my week in a sentence is my children have forced me to be a slave to capitalism. 
Yeah, yeah, I yeah, see yeah, that. yeah. Agree, yeah. agree. Um, the the context behind this is that I went to Liverpool this week and I stayed with my good friend Jess because it was her book launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jess and her husband Dave don't have children. They do have a beautiful Romanian dog. You know why that is? Because they're intelligent. Because they are smart people. Um, but I spent the they night like with having them. money and peace. Yeah, ex- exactly that. It was the most calming and peaceful experience for me to be able to just sit in their garden and listen to the birds and drink coffee, take the dog for a walk. And I just feel like if I didn't have my children, and I mean, I do love them dearly, and sure, I'll just be a slave to capitalism. because To capitalism. To capitalism. Because I love them so much. Um, But I just feel like if they weren't there, then I would successfully be able to keep a herb garden. Yeah. I would successfully be able to sort of hand dye all my own clothes i'd be able to sort of like take the time to sew and and create more i wouldn't be making things to sell so i could make money to look after my goddamn children and everything that i did would be sort of self-sufficient i'd probably drink more oat milk i had probably make your own oat milk i'd make i'd make my own milks (laughs) i'd I'd have a goat to milk in the back garden i'd make my own jams you know i would be able to I think I would be able to sell, like, live pretty much off grid if I didn't have kids. See, I wouldn't because I have absolutely no practical skills. Yeah, but you would have the time to learn them. <laughs> yeah, but would I have the inclination, if, Rosie? If you didn't have Darcy, I think by now you'd be able to whittle wood. <laughs> Don't you think? Fun, funny story about whittling wood, actually. I got my brother oh, God. a wood whittling set for Christmas. Why? The other year. Because we went when we went to Ireland for my auntie's funeral. Oh, they whittle wood in Ireland, don't they? <laughs> no, no. We were carving <laughs> pumpkins because her funeral okay. was the day before Halloween. And then the day after it was like the funeral had happened. Yeah. And we were all kind of like floating around thinking, what are we going to do? Every single element to this story, by the way, is mental. <laughs> it starts with, I have a funny story about wood whittling. Then yeah. I bought my brother a wood whittling. Why did you? Because we were in Ireland <laughs> carving pumpkins before my auntie's funeral. After my auntie's funeral. It... It all comes full circle, Rosie. Okay, okay. So we were carving these pumpkins because it was Halloween. Uh-huh. And we were like, what are we going to do? We'd just kind of woken up and drifted around. We were like, right, we need to do something to get our minds off it. Yeah. So we were like, I know what we'll do. We'll carve pumpkins because no one had had the chance or like inclination to carve pumpkins in the run-up to a few. I mean, in yes. Ireland, like, they are buried about. 15 hours after they died, well, like two days after they're dead. So we were like, right, we'll have a Halloween day. So we carved pumpkins and we booked tickets to the Scare Factory, which is a a disused condensed milk factory. I have heard the story of this experience. Which I I will tell another time on this podcast. That could be an episode (laughs) in itself. It's amazing. (laughs) It was so funny. But we carved these pumpkins. And my brother is, like, famously not very enthusiastic about anything apart from smoking weed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've never seen him so happy. Carving a pumpkin? Yeah, he was just there with his little knife carving his pumpkin. Shout out to your brother, by the way, because he's very poorly, isn't he? Yeah, he is very, very poorly. I just want to give him a big hug all. The poor kid can't get a break. He can't catch a break. Poor kid, he is 26 years old. He is 26, but, like... no, yeah, 26, yeah, like, 27 till the end of the month. Your week in a sentence also applies to him. He yeah, yeah, he just can't catch a break. <laughs> can't catch a break There's always fucking something. Oh, always something. Um, 
but yeah, I'd, I'd never seen him so like happy and absorbed in a task. It was a bit like oh. me making that mosaic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I know what I'm going to do it's for Christmas. Task I'm going to get him a wood whittling yeah. set with a, a book with different things to whittle from wood. That's lovely. That's a really lovely thing to do. That's nice. And he's like whittled a few things. Has so. he actually done some bits yeah. with it? But because I got it for him on, and I gave it to him on Christmas Day. Yeah. And fa- famously, my family gets hammered on Christmas Day. Of course, yeah. It got yeah, to yeah. like later in the evening and people just like kept going over and picking it up and like going. Everyone was like, no, please do not carve wood with these extremely sharp instruments. When you've had when... 16 books fizz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you're pissed. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. So, is, have you got like a finished product that's just like a an absolute state? It looks like the scream. No, because everyone's just gone after. No, at because the as soon as someone picked it up, it would be swiftly snatched from their yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This, I think yeah. three people cut their fingers on the the whittling knives. The whittling knives have got dry blood on them. <laughs> Splinters everywhere. Nice. Well, I think we should encourage when your brother is better to do some wood whistling. And we'll um we'll do a little video of his final piece, shall we? Yeah, like a bit like our. our well, he's going to be he's coming home from Germany to convalesce. Oh, bless so, him! So I will request that he whittles us something. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? That would be lovely if he could whittle something that we would use in the unlikely event that we weren't slaves to capitalism. Like, for example, he could whittle me something—a spoon, a spoon that I could use to um, put my dry herbs in my petzl and mortar for when i'm making my um my magic witch balm yes my magic witch balm yes speaking of witch balms yes our dear friend beth yes made darcy this beautiful witch's potion set for yes. her birthday which i love my favorite present that she got for ramona her has one too and it's amazing and i know exactly what you're gonna say i don't know if it was inadvertent <laughs> but beth gave my six-year-old daughter a cocaine spoon for her birthday on a necklace I mean, that these I mean, girls, it'll come in handy when if, she's at a festival. These girls are going to be big time hipsters, let's face it. So we might as well, you know, start them early. We might as well be aware. It is the most beautiful little potion box in the whole wide world. And actually the, the, the cocaine spoon on the necklace is Ramona's favourite part of the potion box. <laughs> because she feels like if she's wearing it, she's magic. And I'm like, you fucking wait, pal. Yeah, you will be magic. <laughs> you wait till you're floating. And you don't know what day when it is. you use that to, like, <laughs> handcraft yourself a bomb of MDMA. <laughs> I tell you what, there is nothing more magic. Not that I've ever done it, just from watching films. But there's nothing more magic than, than sharing the cocaine spoon with a group of girls in a toilet in a club. Yeah, that, that has a magic all of its own. I have seen. Not that we've ever done it, though. Come to me at Milfs and Margs on Thursday the 22nd of February, please. Um, okay, what are we talking about today? We I've already will... forgotten not to be bringing our cocaine spoons no because they're not ours we don't own them (laughs) (laughs) they're our (laughs) six-year-olds right so what are we talking about this week incidentally party time party time yeah that's actually what we're talking about uh this week we're going to be talking about kids birthday parties because uh i have recently had a birthday party you've recently facilitated a children's party so we thought it'd be a good time to talk about the different types yes so i navigate them we're going to go through and talk about the different types of kids birthday parties you can have and i think we're going to rate we score out of five for enjoyability for parents yeah enjoyability for children yeah financial cost yeah and uh emotional physical or mental cost <laughs> i think all of them are zero <laughs> 
Okay, fine. Uh, so, shall we just get jump straight into it? Yeah, go on. I think the first one we need to talk about is the baby birthday. Usually this is a first birthday or a second yeah, yeah, birthday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before the child is actually able to like comprehend anything. Yeah. I think the problem with the baby birthday, so I mean they're they're lovely and we'll discuss it, but I just want to point out for those people who listen who have not yet had children's parties, which we're mm-hmm. about to discuss, and are either so yeah, for those of you that are planning to have a baby birthday or have had a baby birthday but not a kids' party. Do not let that lull you into a false sense of security as to what oh, children's, children's parties are. Children's parties are so oh, easy. Oh, you just, you just invite all your family and friends around and then they bring you loads of gifts. Have and you a have little a little buffet. And you eat loads of food and it's lovely. Yeah, no, that's not kids' parties at all, is it? No, you can squeeze three years max yeah, yeah, out yeah. of that style I'm, of I'm party. Hoping, I'm hoping Lola will fathom another adult kids' party. Yeah. I say adult kids party because essentially a baby birthday is not for the baby, is it? It's for the adults. It's for the adults, yeah. yeah. Basically, the premise of a baby birthday is um, the adults pass the baby around yeah. whilst drinking. Yeah, essentially drinking and eating. And then you get to open all the beautiful presents that your friends and family yeah. bring you. And it's yeah. lovely. And most of them, because buying baby clothes is so much fun, mm. most of them are baby clothes. And that's the best thing. It's the best gift to receive. It's the best gift to buy. It everyone's happy everyone is everyone's happy happy. i don't even know i mean maybe we should go through them separately but i my inclination is that every single one of those um points of scoring are Mm -hmm. five 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 this is fives across the board because i've just put my top fucking you're right pal (laughs) something else in it just another thing another thing that's (laughs) happened um so enjoyability for parents five five Everyone else is holding your baby. Yeah. And you've got a cocktail in hand at all times. Yeah. Enjoyability for children. They don't. Five. They don't care. As long as they're being held by someone and given crisps that they're happy enough. Fine. Um, uh, Financial cost. I would say most baby birthdays that I have attended or had for myself have just been at home. Yeah. So you just invite a load of people into your house. And just get some food. And get some food. So I would say pretty good. I'd say. I give that five. Yeah. Five. And emotional, physical, and mental cost, also, not really. I would that say, much. I would say, give it a four, just in case you're the sort of person that is like quite anxious around having lots of people near you or in your house, yeah. maybe. But apart from that, because that's the other, I, I think that's the the joy of the baby birthday is you don't have to do it either. No, you don't have to do it at all if you don't want to. Yeah, there's no expectation from the child for you to. You could draw it out. You could just have, like, when you have your newborn, you could just have people around sporadically, mm. one by one, and they'll still bring you baby clothes and hopefully booze. So, uh, yeah, for, I'd say for four and a half. Yeah. Five, 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 four and a half. Yeah. That was too many fives, but you get that point. <laughs> you understand. Okay, so now, guys, if you haven't yet experienced a kid's birthday party... Now we're getting into the real... Strap in. Yeah. It gets worse and worse and, and worse, worse. <laughs> until they're teenagers when then it gets, it gets worse again <laughs> it gets worse again because you don't get to attend the parties they go to you only have to pick them up when you they need their stomach pumped in hospital <laughs> so from this point onwards if all you've done is a baby birthday then good luck because it's all downhill <laughs> from here um next we're going to talk about a soft play party aye, and aye, i think aye. this is going to also encompass anything that's kind of soft play adjacent so yeah, yeah, yeah. trampolining yeah. bouncy castle yeah. park yeah 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 anything that involves just like the children running into an area and like playing playing On shit yeah um 
this is one that I'm quite fond of. My daughter has a January birthday. Yeah. So it kind of narrows down our options in terms of what we can do for her birthday. Yeah, you ain't having no garden party. <sighs> yeah, it's sad. Um, and it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to plan. Usually you just ring them up and be like, I would like to have a party, please. And they say, give me some money and you can have a party. Yeah, and, and go, they do okay. everything for you. So, yeah. in, like, I did Wacky Warehouse last year and they took care of everything. Mm. Down to the party pack party bags the only thing i had to bring was the cake yeah usually you have to bring the cake but that's only that's just for health and safety reasons isn't it i think Mm. is it is that why yeah or i guess it's just so that it's like you're in charge of what cake they have and yeah right yeah so easy so so easy soft plate so you had um darcy's party at boost which is trampoline park right yeah and my god guys can we just do a big shout out to the catering department at, at Boost. Boost? Great pizza. Fuck me, that food was good. It was. The, so so we, good. They delivered like several cheese and tomato pizzas. That but were, they like, were like proper. So like stone-baked. Stone-baked. Margarita. Proper nice. It's really, really good. And so nice that there was one <clears throat> pizza that you just didn't take the lid off and you waited till the kids had stuffed their faces. And then you're <laughs> like, there's another pizza going if adults want any. So we were all like sneakily having a slice. So good. The chicken so goujons, good. excellent. Yeah, you couldn't call them nuggets. They weren't nugs. They no, were proper goujons. It was a goujon. It was a goujon. And it was absolutely delicious. They came with dips. They did. They, there was nachos. There was a, a man that stood outside of the door of the room the whole time. And if I needed anything, I'd just open the door and was like... More juice, please. More squash, please. More squash. And then you come and bring more squash. Uh, so good. Napkins. Napkins. Sauce. You just had to say something and the man would bring it. It was amazing. They had, yeah, and there was enough food for everyone. Loads of chips, nugs, margarita pizza, nachos. And then they bought out slushies, didn't they? Yeah, and the straws were edible. It was so that, cool. That, honestly, that blew my tiny little mind. It was, I, I saw just... one child eating the straw and I was like, what? And then someone was like, they're edible. And then all yeah. of the children were like, they're edible. They were like, um, the only way to describe them was like, you know, those candy, can the candy canes you used to get that were like little white cigarettes in a pack. Yeah. It was like one of those, but hollow. And that was, so it looked like a straw. No one would have guessed if this one kid hadn't bitten it and gone, this tastes nice. <laughs> and the mum hadn't gone, what's wrong with you? Stop eating the straw. <laughs> Seriously, mum, you got to get a load of this straw. So they got a slushy with an edible straw. Ramona, like, absolutely loved it, but didn't eat much of the straw. So I was like, can I have the straw, please? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, this is the best party ever. <laughs> ever. Um, so, yeah, soft plays are really good. In So I think, generally speaking, soft play parties are fantastic in terms of, like, the kids fucking love soft play. Yeah, yeah, they love it. And it's, like, easy for the parents. It's, like, everything's provided. The only the only downside I have got with a soft play party mm-hmm. is one that's coming up for me next week, which is that Ramona's got a soft play party that she's going to, and I don't know very many of the parents yeah. at the school. And because they're not drop-off parties, you just go, mm. and then you don't really have to look after your kid because they just they look after themselves in the in the play area yeah and so then the, there is like an element of like um a kind of anxiousness around just sitting at a table and it's not like i can go and get myself a really lovely latte and just sit and enjoy it because that is one downside to soft play they don't do good coffee no 
That, I mean, Someone... I have, I've done a big shout out to Boost, okay? So I am allowed to say that their coffee <laughs> is dog shit. <laughs> Right, the coffee was awful. Honestly, if someone made a soft play where the coffee was good, they would make a killing. Oh, if they had like, if it was like hipster coffee shop, but soft play. Yeah. You would just please if anyone knows a good a soft play that does good coffee. Yeah, or good nice cake. coffee, good cake, like proper, like real nice coffee. Because usually it's just really awful, like filter coffee. Mm. And so the experience of a soft play for a parent can be quite a lot if you especially if you're not friends with anybody it's also extremely loud like that's one thing that i sensory overload for the parent isn't it yeah because you're even though you're not on the trampolines or in the soft play you can hear the trampolines boost has an excellent combination of Mm. screaming children which is great because they're all happy they're having a great time Mm. but also blasting clubland music flashing lights <laughs> flashing lights also like um every so often someone going over the tannoy quite loudly about yeah. something whatever like that get off the side of the bit with your shoes on or whatever but like it's very sensory sensory it's a lot yeah so the least you could do is provide a decent coffee yeah for the parents or like ear defenders or ear defenders yeah so i think it's like generally speaking very very positive although financially yeah i think this is on a sliding scale though Um, yeah because i think in terms of enjoyability for parents i'd put it at about a three yeah it's pretty it's like it's fine the only downside is that you have to sit and if you don't know anyone that's quite awkward if you're there with your mates then well yeah that's cool that was great for us at darcy's because we all just sat around chatting fine um enjoyability for kids it's a five they absolutely love it yeah yeah financially there's kind of a sliding scale because you've got your wacky warehouse which is a tenner ahead which i think is is it yeah extremely good value for money it is um and then you have up to like your your boost which i think was about 22 pounds ahead yeah that's a lot isn't it that's a lot it it depends where on the spectrum you're going to go because it can mm. be really really cost effective yeah um because wacky warehouse will feed them mm. give them an hour in soft play and give them a party bag yeah for a tenner yeah per child which yeah. i think is great and you don't have to invite loads of people is there a minimum i don't I think, think there's, there's a minimum. minimum no there's i don't think there is a minimum but there is a maximum which at wacky warehouse i believe was it's usually like 15 yeah 20, maybe 15 20 children yeah. i can't remember how many i had last year but it's definitely 15 at boost you know the one that you darcy had her wacky warehouse one could you drink alcohol in the soft play you can but you have to go out to the pub okay. to get it because the one near me they will bring the beer up for you yeah so you can sit and have a pint while you're watching your kid run around that's adding points i mean that's adding points for parents it does make it seem very very questionable (laughs) when you sit watching like blokes drinking pints while the kids are on soft play you just think and while you're while you're munching on a hot dog you just think oh again it's those moments where i think i am a slave to capitalism why am i not tending to my herb garden (laughs) (laughs) this isn't fair Somebody get me another drink. So I think in general, I'd rate financially, it's like a like a three and a half. Yeah. I think it's or a three... If we put it at two and a half, it's bang in the middle. Put it, it at bang in the middle way. for financial, yeah, I think. and But I think what bumps it up is all the other things. Yeah. I think it's all those other bits that make it 
one of the best options. Mm-hmm. I would give enjoyability for kids five. Yeah. Enjoyability for parents, maybe say three and a half. Yeah. And in terms of emotional, physical and mental cost. Oh, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. The only thing is once it's over, mm. it, you're just drained because Done. of the like the the overstimulation of it all. I would say that's I would say that's the same for every single party on our yeah. list though. Yeah, that is true. You can't get past that unless you just don't have a party. Yeah. I um, I'd put it at about maybe a three. Yeah, okay, sure. You don't have I'm that much that. to think about. Yeah. For boost, all I had to think about was what cake I was gonna get. Mm-hmm. and arriving on time uh, arriving on time <laughs> and the i actually did arrive only oh yes you i mean only a couple it, of minutes it was late. negligible everybody it was... else was just early yeah yeah we were all early we were ridiculously early <laughs> when's darcy getting here my mate when's darcy getting here oh i don't know <laughs> it, was it was fine who knows who knows um I was going to say something else, but I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, and party bags, which we'll speak about party bags later. Yeah, party bags can be separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Next one. Uh, next one, we're going to move on to the DIY village hall vibe party. Oh, fucking hell. This is one that I would not touch with a 10-foot barge pole, this by is the what, way. This is one that I would not touch with a 10-foot barge pole again. <laughs> because I did that last year, and that was stupid. So, I... Because... I've got this problem, men, this this mental problem. Rosie's about, masochist. <laughs> I just have this. There's so many things. There's so many memories I have from my childhood of things that I just thought were the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like uh, very specific things. Like maybe it was a small gift or something that I received. And a lot of them are usually around like something unexpected. So maybe something that was in a party bag. And they're like real core memories for me of my past that bring back a lot of like um, feelings and emotions. And so I've got this. And also because I'm an artist, I've got this real problem with things being aesthetically beautiful and perfect in every single form. Mm. And so I feel like every single thing that I give to my daughters in that respect has to be the most perfect thing ever to create like a beautiful core memory for them. Yeah. So the reason I'm telling you this is because that's what I was trying to do with Ramona's party last year. It was like, I was trying to create a party where every single element for Ramona was like the best it could possibly be because I hated the idea that she was going to have a party and she'd walk into it and be disappointed. Yeah. And be disappointed with either the decorations, the music, the games, the food, the party bags, the costume, like all of it. I was so worried that one part of it might be disappointing for her and that would ruin that core memory. So that is why I'm never doing <laughs> That is why I'm never doing a village hall party ever again. Oh, ever. I think the thing about a village hall party is you convince yourself like doing it yourself will be cheaper. Yeah. It is not. It, no. It is absolutely not at all. It can't, it, it, it can't be. If you do it like me, it can't be. Because you have to think about, you've got to sort the decorations. Yeah. You've got to sort the buffet. Yeah. You've got to sort the music, the games. You've got to decide if you want to have an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, inviting a Disney princess mm-hmm. to your party isn't fucking cheap. No. No, that is what I did. That is why. <laughs> that is why I had an Adams family themed party, so I didn't have to get a princess. <laughs> I just put the crumps on in the background and made everyone come as spooky things. Um, 
Yeah, and also actually renting a village hall isn't as cheap as one would expect. No, I think you think that the village hall is going to be like, oh, we'd we'd love to give it to you for free. Yeah. Oh, please but use actually, our space. Actually, they're like. Um, That'll be £50 an hour, please. Yeah, £50 an hour, and it's another £50 if you leave a minute after your finished moment. Yeah, like and you also have to clean up after. You have to clean up. Yeah, it's, it is a lot. I mean, I think that Ramona's party was successful. Oh, it was a great party. It was a great party. I did a really good job. Like, the aesthetic was exactly what I wanted it to be. I think it's because I like... you were also ill for, like, three weeks after. I was so unwell. I really put myself through a lot. I, I made... I mean, we'll come to party bags. Yeah. I'm hoping that when you mention party bags that the top of the list will be my party bags. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, I am leaving your house. <laughs> um, but, like, I like a themed party. I think it's like having a themed party is really cool. Mm-hmm. But it is so hard to get right. Yeah. It is so easy to be shit. Yeah. So easy to be shit. And so it's like, it's just weighing up. Especially when we've just spoke about the soft play party. If you mention soft play to any child, they're like, yeah, I love soft play. Shaking with excitement. And you just think all that effort I went to just to make a village hall for two hours seem a little bit like the Adams family is just madness. I mean, to be fair, I thought that Ramona's party last year was wonderful. Mm. But I think the children's favourite part of that party was ripping down the balloon arch. Yeah, they absolutely loved and it. And destroying it. If I'd have known that, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have. Me- if I'd have known that, I wouldn't have hand-painted massive pieces of wood to turn into spooky-style games. I w- I, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. wouldn't have spent hours... Just put more balloon arches up. I could have just had a few balloon arches, put the music on loud, put some spooky music on loud... I mean, one of the reasons I was happy that she wanted to be Wednesday is that I already had a pre-made. Um, it, it's it's a it's a playlist that a lady who I follow on Instagram who's like you know like a professional, she's like a professional kind of rockabilly girl that dresses up in sort of spooky clothes. Yeah, and she'd made a playlist called Everything But the Monster Mash. So it's all that Monster Mash style, style music, um, and it's but like the Monster hours Mash long. Is, uh, Banger, though. Banger! It's an absolute tune. So imagine that, but on, like, crack for, yeah. like, two hours. That's what the playlist was, which I was very excited about. But they just loved pulling down the balloons. Yeah, my child also appointed herself uh, resident tattoo artist. Yeah, she that was quite fun, having a tattoo table. Yeah, I, would I think say, she gave Molly, like, a full sleeve. Yeah, she had a full sleeve. It was great. I think there are elements of a village hall party that you can get quite cheaply that are quite fun like the tattoos you can buy a shit ton of transfer tattoos quite cheaply and you can just leave them out on the table with a bowl of water and some sponges that's really fun the glittering like face glittering is really really cheap really easy to do that's really successful and like you say if they just like knock about on the stage pulling down balloons great but actually it's everything else it's the decorations the food food. and the rental of the space is expensive yeah so how are we and rating them? And it adds them? up as well. It does add up and you don't realise it's adding up. And yeah. you're like, fuck, I should have just gone to Wacky Warehouse and had a pint. Yeah. So in terms of enjoyability for parents... Zero. <laughs> minus one. Well, for the organising parent, it's stressful. For the organising parent, I'm going to say one because I was very unwell. Yeah. Um, for the attending parent, I'd put it at like a two and a half. Same, as, you get same to, as soft play. You yeah, get to, sort you get to of graze socialize. the buffet. Yeah, you get to eat the food. That's that's critical, actually, because at a soft play party, they only really cater for the kids, so you're just getting leftovers. Yeah. Whereas at a village hall party, it's pretty much a free-for-all and you can do what you want. So that's quite good. Yeah. Um, 
but there's usually no booze. No booze. You're in a village hall. It's inappropriate. Yeah. Teas and coffees that have been come out of like the hatch of a, you know, in yeah. in, in one. Of, it's like a village hall teacup that's that kind of really weird, like shade of green. It's like sage. Yeah. That but like a teacup. weird, like a sickly sage. A sickly sage green teacup is what you're getting for drink. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Uh, enjoyability for kids i think they are they are enjoyable but i think kids just tend to be more excited about soft play i'm saying one point less than a soft play yeah give it give it a four yeah sure four um financial cost one one (laughs) it's expensive because even if it even if it adds up to being the same price as a soft play party the amount of effort you've also had to go to to do it all yeah it's not worth it physical mental and emotional cost about minus a million. It's like it, the financial cost. Oh, it's exactly the same price as having a soft play party plus a mental breakdown. Yeah. So we'll give yeah. it a one. <laughs> plus a trip to the hospital. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Is that all of them? Is that all of them? No, no. We've still got the at home party. No, I meant the uh, categories for scoring. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's we've, all the we've, categories. We have scored. We have effectively scored the village hall party. Okay, next party. At home party. Okay. I would say that the caveat to this is it's really only viable to have an at home party if you've got a child that's born, say, between April and September. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need to be able to You go need outside. to be able to put the kids out in the garden. Yeah. Um, it would be shit for like a December, January, February birthday yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're even like rolling the dice if your kid is born in april yeah, yeah or september yeah. yeah um definitely it also means you're having lots of people into your space i i know so we know people that have at home parties and they're wonderful parties. and they do really really well but that's because they're the sort of people that enjoy that sort of thing yeah. i genuinely can't think of anything worse i would rather I honestly, I would rather go through all of that Adams family party again than have <laughs> any other child in my house apart from my two children. G- genuinely, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> it's just not for me. Also, I've got a dog that wouldn't allow it. But yeah. I just, I think, for me, the mental load of dealing with people in your house, having to sort of like, and then knowing that you have to clear, clear all that all up. up, not for me. Because as well, like, if it's a village hall party, yes, you do have to clear it up. They have massive fucking brushes, though. Yeah, but then it's cleared up and you go Go home home and it's fine. Done. But if it happens in your house, I know this from New Year's Eve because I'm still (laughs) finding bits of confetti and stickers Uh all over my house from New Year's Eve. Yeah. Like, the the cleaning up is a lot, like, you can't just shut it off and then relax and forget about it. You have to, like... As soon as it's over, or as soon as you wake up the next day, it's not over so, for you. Yeah, it's, it's not, not over. over for you. I mean, so there are definitely. I mean, I'm 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 sort of slamming the idea of having one for myself, but or my children, but you don't have to. I suppose you don't have to have a at home party with loads of kids. You could have your friend invite their their best five friends. Yeah, and you could do it small. I definitely had at home parties when I was a kid because we've got video footage of it. You know what? I don't actually remember having any birthday parties as a yeah, child. You probably just didn't have them, did you? Just I mean, around. my birthday's in December. Ah, yeah. Quite interesting. You're gonna have to find out. You're gonna have to ask your mum what sort of parties you had. Yeah. I definitely had a few at home parties. I can remember having. I can remember having like a cinema party. Oh yeah, nice. 
but yeah, I think I'm going to have to interrogate my mum on that. Yeah, you have to look back. Um, I'm just trying to think if I've got anything else to say about a at-home party. If you're so you're a good host, right? You you are a family of hosters, so I think like you. Um, I'm not good. I don't think I'm a good host, mm. so I think that's why I'm totally not. I'm not against at-home parties for, to go to. I love at throwing all. a party. Mm-hmm. I would never throw an at-home per- birthday party for Darcy. Okay, sure. I like throwing parties where all of my friends can come and yeah. they can bring the children, and the children are like a uh, they're just part of an it. afterthought. Yeah, 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 yeah um, of course. But I think it's different if you're catering specifically to the children because they're going to yeah. be hopped up on sugar. Yeah. And if you're trying to keep them in a confined space, which we would have to in our house because yeah. we don't have a super big garden, yeah, um, they they just they're feral, yeah, and things yeah. start to go wrong, and then you start to fret, and it's like, oh my and God. it's also that kind of like you know if certain rooms are out of bounds, and then and then inevitably the child whose party it is is like, do you want to come and play in my room? And then you're like, oh great, I've got to tidy your room as well now. It's just. Mm mad i um praise anyone who has an at-home party because i mean you've d- that beth has them and they're wonderful yeah they're beth's parties are great great um but she's a really good host she's got the right sort of house for it the right sort of garden for it and she's also got the re- the right kind of she's men- laid back enough yeah. to be able to handle it like she's not stressed about what she's like all the cleaning up that she's got to do she's after. also very um thoughtful in terms of like games for the kids to play yeah She's got a, she's got loads of really good ideas, which is wonderful. That's what you need, isn't it? Just yeah. like in, inventive games for them to play. I think you have to be the right kind of person to host an at-home party yeah. specifically for your children. Yeah. And if that's you, then I applaud you. And I'm sending you lots of love and, um, uh, what's the word? Admiration. It is not me. <laughs> Soz. I think um, in terms of enjoyability for parents, it's a really good one. Because yeah. usually, at yeah. least one of the parents is able to have a drink. Yeah. And you yeah. get to chat and hang out with your mates. And it's more comfortable, isn't it? It's, an, it's a more nice space. You can sit on the sofa. Yeah. There's drinks. There's decent coffee. You can have a nice cup of tea. There's it usually also, very good food. It's also quite nice because I think, generally speaking, unless you live in a mansion, it's quite hard to invite loads and loads of kids so that parents are more likely to know each other. And if they don't know each other... Actually, that's a better position to be in because you're in a house with someone. So you're more likely to talk to strangers yeah. and feel comfortable doing so mm. than you are like in a soft play where you're more like it's just going to sit on a, a table on your own and yeah. look at the phone. So I would rate nice. it a five out of five. Yeah, for, I think for you're right. Parental enjoyability. Yeah, agreed. I think kids love it as well. Yeah, kids love it. And the host kid loves it because they, they're in their own space and yeah. they get to like show all of their friends all of their things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that there's tends to be maybe a little bit more squabbling yeah between the children smaller space i think it like soft play and parties. the toys belong to the host child as yeah. well yeah so, so their, if, their expectations are different too, yeah no matter how good the host child is at sharing mm. and things like that there's always going to be like a but that's my very most special favorite toy yeah i want you to play with it there's always yeah. going to be some element of that so i but i think i'd put it at about four yeah I think so. I think that's fair. For enjoyability for children. I think in terms of financially, again, it's a sliding scale. You can go big. Yeah. And you're it, not but I think ha- generally it's cheaper because you don't be. have to rent the space. You don't ha- yeah, you don't have to rent the space. And also in terms of like decorating, it's much easier to decorate your own home 
because you know how to do it and yeah. you might already have stuff. So it's like, I think financially it's probably lower on the scale than any of the others, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a, a sort of four, I'd give a four out of five for financial. Yeah. And in terms of emotional, mental and physical I cannot cost. answer that question because I don't want to fathom it. But I, I imagine think... for someone who likes doing it, it's probably like a four maybe. Three to four, three? Mm, I think I'd put it about a two, to be honest. Because of all the after stuff. It, well, you've got to think about planning it. Yeah. You've got to clean before everyone gets there. Oh, yeah. You've got to clean after after yep. everyone leaves. Yeah. And, it's like, lot, you've got to be on top of, like, making sure everybody's got a drink, making mm. sure uh, there's enough toilet roll in the toilet, because for some reason, children like to use 25,000 sheets of toilet roll every time they go for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you've got... There's a lot you've got to think about. So yeah. mentally, it's quite draining. Um, and as well, you've got to cook the food and stuff. So I think it's about a two. For... And the spe- there's always going to be a space issue as well, again, unless you're in a mansion. It's go- it's harder to sort of navigate a s- the space. Yeah. It's going to be smaller than a village hall. But uh, yeah, okay, sure. I like an at-home party. I like an at-home party. I like going to them. (laughs) I will never have one. Uh, Next up, we've got the Great Outdoors Party. And I think these become less common the older the children get. So I think they become less common in general, though, don't you? In, like, since we were kids. Most of my parties were outside. Yeah, but you've got... a got outdoorsy people, and I? Most of my parties, I know I had some at home, but most of my parties were as many kids as my dad could fit in the car because it was the 90s um and he'd just drive us to the woods and we'd just go and have a wander around the woods mm. and that was the best and i think this this also encompasses like a farm park party yes yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so farm forest park, school party farm parks are now like a force to be reckoned with now aren't they yeah they are big business yeah i, I was talking them. people are talking about big farmer but big. they talked about big farm <laughs> yeah <laughs> i didn't realize that that was gonna sound really fucking cool when i said it you know people think about big farmer what about big farm what about big farm yeah i love i really like a farm park party but i think they are more popular among the preschool crowd yes you're correct yeah they are they are they are yeah little kids i don't think i've been to one since Mm. darcy started school yeah you're right can i just say the most important thing yeah and if there's any people out there listening, if there's any big execs who are in charge of soft plays, <laughs> yeah, right. I know we, we've already spoke about the food and drink situation. This is where Big Farm have really realised. Yeah, because they've got like market. a farm shop, coffee shop. The coffee's always great. Yeah, they will do real proper food. They'll do paninis. They'll the do cake. Cakes. Is wonderful. They'll always have the really expensive smoothies for the kids. Like in terms of food and drink and like hospitality, great. Big Farm know what they're doing. Big Farm do know what they're doing. They really know. Big Farm. The I think the only downside is if your kid doesn't have a summer birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The parents are like yeah. traipsing around. It's fucking freezing. Yeah. It's muddy. Yeah. The children get filthy. Yeah, I think for this is one of the only ones, isn't it, where the parents are going to exert as much energy as the children. Yeah, because they are going to have to do all the wandering about and like climbing on things. The I would say the thing with Big Farm is, as we're now coining yeah. it, I love that for them. Um, with Big Farm, their soft plays are never soft. Their no. soft plays are always made exclusively of very hard wood. Yeah. <laughs> so there's always like a moment where one of, the, or every single child that goes to one of those parties will at some point in that two hour like period run into a, smash into a giant wood. wooden wall. Yeah. yeah. Or fall off something and fall onto 
wood. Yeah. And so there's always an element of the of the parent having to like go and climb up some wood. I think they're more they're more perilous in general than way most more parties. Which I'm not complaining about, by the way. I think that's a really good thing because it encourages kids to play and also be careful about what they're climbing on. I think it's good. Yeah. And they're always great and they always look really nice, always a bit rustic looking. Yeah. They've always Windmill those... Farm Park. Windmill Shout out to Windmill Farm, farm Park. Great place for a party. Of all the big farms, that's a big farm, big farm, isn't it? Yeah, big oh, farm, big farm. It is great. Windmill, where is that? It's like... Kibworth, Kibworth I want to say Kibworth Harcourt, that sort of way. Yeah. Um, On the way to Market Harbour. Yeah, it's great though. Great. And what that's a, the one with oh. the big, the big air cushions. Yeah, they're like, tram- they're like con- concave or convex. convex. Convex trampolines outside and they're yeah. massive. They're fucking cool. They are cool. They're so cool. And this is this one specifically does like it's got a really good soft play. Again, mm. really good coffee. Yeah. Really good cake. Yeah. And they do like activities with the animals. So they do like a goat race. Yes. So they've yeah, got yeah, like yeah. a list of what's going on and it's yeah. like two o'clock goat race. Yeah. One o'clock, feed the baby lambs. You are, I suppose, again, this is like another element of the parents' sort of energy levels. You can really make a day of it, can't you? Mm. And often with those farm parks, big farm, what they'll do is like your party is like a specific amount of time where you're allowed to have the food and the soft play but in but you have free reign of the farm park for the rest of the day so you yeah. can really make a big day of it which is great yeah um but i think one of the problems with that is that the kids can then just sort of like try and drift off or run away yeah it's quite it's quite if you've only got one kid great but if you've got more than one child i know dave's had problems at windmill before where one child has been trying to get out and one child has not wanted to get out and he's like which child do, which child do i um like the most <laughs> which one, one's pissed me off least today <laughs> yeah because one of them might get lost and eaten by a goat um but yeah i think you're right it's a shame that they are kind of seasonal yeah because even if it is like a spring or autumn party still a risk you're almost fucking guaranteed it's gonna rain yeah and you're gonna have to wear wellies yeah so you're gonna there's gonna be dirt on your jeans yeah yeah okay let's rate it what do you think uh i think financially it's expensive yes big farm mate big farm big farm haven't got to big farm (laughs) without getting all the monies yeah yeah that's because the money that you spend on coffee there like they're up there with Costa and Starbucks uh-huh. prices. I mean, it's a really clever tactic, isn't it? To sort of have... To, not only is the parent the parents of the child having the party having to pay loads of money to have the kids there, but they know that they're also going to make loads of money on coffee and cake as well. Yeah. Because they might not be catering for the parents for the food. Yeah. They might, be do, they might do the sort of food for the kids, but then inevitably you're going to get yourself a latte and a slice of cake. So Obviously. So Big Farm are literally quids in. Yeah, they're very clever about it. Very smart. Um, I think financially, I'd put it about a two. Mm, yeah. yeah. Enjoyability for parents, two. Two. I mean, it depends, doesn't it? It depends on the parents that are there. But in general, like, if you're traipsing around a muddy farm yeah. in the cold yeah. for three hours on a Saturday morning... The least they can do is provide good coffee. Yeah, like, you're not yeah. having the best of times. Yeah. Dave... Again, if you've got more than one child yeah. and one wants to go and see the chickens, the other one wants to, like, yeah, you fuck. throw herself into a plank of wood exactly how do you pick <laughs> so day last time dave dave had to take both the girls i think it was louis birthday was it that one anyway he took them to windmill and he hated it he hated it because he just couldn't he 
couldn't catch a fucking break. Yeah. There was always something. Every minute there was something. And it was like trying to make sure both kids were okay. So I think that was quite stressful for him. But then I've been to them before where I've been just to the farm park of a day, not for a party, with a friend and her kid. So it was two adults, three kids. And that was just lovely. Mm. That was really, really nice. So I think it depends on your situation, doesn't it? It depends on how many kids you've got. If... If all of your good. respective children are going yeah how they're behaving yeah it could i think you're right to market a two i yeah. agree with a two for enjoyability for parents however that doesn't mean it will be a two for you personally you might yeah. go and have a four yeah you might go and have a lovely latte i it's do apologize do. for the wind it's better than the smoothie making it's sinead yeah, it's, it's better, better than, than the smoothie, smoothie making. making they've got nothing to complain about nothing um enjoyability for kids I put it at like a five. Yeah, same kids, as soft play. Yeah, kids love, love cuz there will be a soft or hard play hard there. Hard play, big farm like hard play. And then the, the kids just love running around looking at animals. Yeah. And there's usually an outdoor play park as well for them yeah. to play on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids famously love being dirty. Yep. So they'll be like, "Oh, yes, let me roll around in mud like a tiny piglet." Wonderful. So kids love it. Um yeah. emotional, physical and mental cost. I'd put this at like a four you know i uh, think yeah, yeah i don't think it's that much it's similar to a soft play like most yeah. of the planning is taken off your hands yeah, yeah yeah i agree i would just say that because they are costly i i i think there's probably a huge amount of people like i couldn't afford to have a farm pie i don't think no neither could i so it's like if you can afford to have a farm party then emotionally it's a four to five mm. But if you were the sort of, you know, like, you know, like me with the Adams Family one where it's like I was a slave to trying to make this birthday perfect. There will be people out there who can't afford farm parties, but will like really push their limits to make one happen. Yeah. Which is a shame, isn't it? They're not accessible to everyone. Yeah. No, they're not acceptable. Accessible to everyone. Yeah. Which is sad. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, any more? Uh, and then we've got a bit of a miscellaneous category, which is the quirky party. Okay. Which encompasses lots of different things. So mm. I've, for example, heard of someone having a scientist party. Excuse me? They had someone come in to do science experiments with the children. Wow. I've had a party at home where they had a... Sorry, I've got a really itchy nose. They had a animal party so this bloke brought in like snakes and rabbits and guinea pigs and Fuck. different things for the children to I play have, with i have never heard of such things that was for that was a good party actually but it was the man was like can someone just hold this snake while i show the hairless guinea pig to the children so i ended up with the snake nice in my hand and i just held the snake for the rest of the party you're like i'm quite happy to hold this snake yeah i'd be quite happy to Me hold the snake, snake for the party. For I would love to be given a snake in the middle of a party so that I didn't have to do anything else. Like, so actually, sorry, I'm actually holding a snake. So <laughs> I'm just holding the snake. If you could come bring the food to me, that would be great. Yes, I will have another glass of rosé. Thank you so much. <laughs> so yeah, we um, that was a good party. I've heard of someone doing a Build-A-Bear party. You can oh, have, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They sort of you can have a Lush birthday party. Oh my goodness. Okay, we're going to talk about... We will talk about Lush. Maybe not on this episode, but there's definitely... I, I have a lot to say about Lush. I want a Lush party for myself, Sinead. Yeah. Not my children. <laughs> for me. So I think... What about magicians? Would that class as a miscellaneous? Although you're more likely to have a magician in like a village hall. Village hall That's party. That's entertainer. Entertainer yeah. in a village hall. Okay. Yeah, so you're talking like 
um, a sort of themed party that you either have the theme come to you or you take your children to the theme. Um, but it's not something that most people do. They're quite rare. Yeah. Yeah, They're the I mean, sort of thing you get an invite for, and you're like, "Ooh, ooh, yeah, I quite like this." I that's the that's a bit of me, but I think after last year, I'm just like, I don't have the energy. Yeah, I think these parties specifically are deceptively cost effective. Okay, because you naturally keep your guest list smaller. Yeah, that's true. So I know someone yeah. that did a build a bear party, and I think she only had like for her child and for four friends yeah and they get to make a build a bear and with those the the five children and she took them for mcdonald's after sure nice it ad- ended up adding up to less than like a village hall or a soft play party yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. because you're naturally keeping your guests this smaller so obviously the yeah. costs are going to be less so this might be a good this might be a good contender for someone who has a child that is perhaps like um got some any kind of like neurodiversity or like struggles in terms of like sociability or like uh, with like being overwhelmed sensory wise yeah um ramona might be a good contender for this sort of party because she's not like i mean she was fine at her party but in terms of like talking to tons of kids Mm just be like choose a handful of friends and we get to do this really fucking cool thing yeah i think they're i think they're a really good idea and i think Mm. they will really come into play more as our kids get older yeah 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 yeah. because i think when they're in like year one like reception year one year two maybe they're still kind of establishing their core friendship group yeah 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 and then once that happens they're more likely to want just a little thing with their Mm. closest friends that's just reminded me actually in terms of like um all the parties that we've spoke about i would say one thing we didn't mention with the village hall party is that you can invite fucking everybody yeah so with your soft play and your farm park big farm sorry and like you all the other ones we've mentioned you're gonna have to limit your guest list so the one good thing about a village hall party is you can literally invite every single child in your class and it's also and all your other mates similar cost whether you have 10 children or, or 30 yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. so like the only thing you really be spending more on is a little bit more food yeah yeah yeah, yeah. back to the miscellaneous i would like for our listeners to actually give us some examples of those sort of parties for ideas yeah. for ideas for me please <laughs> genuinely like the more we're talking about it i'm thinking actually this is something that could definitely work for ramona because it's like it, it hits all of my tick boxes, which is to make it really special and like themed and like I don't I then don't have to worry about any of that. I don't have to go and screen print forty tote bags. Yeah. And feel true. like a good mother. Um and but I don't know of many of them. So you like you've you've said like the animal guy, the builder bear, the lush, the what was the other one you mentioned? Someone else coming around? Oh science one. Oh the science party. I'd like yeah. to know if anyone knows of any others, specifically in the Leicestershire area, please. <laughs> yes. Or just get in touch and let us know what the most unique mm. kids' birthday party you've ever been you've to. You've ever been was. to is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great great shout. That um, would be really good if you could tell us that, please. I think in terms of uh enjoyability for parents, the hosting parent it's enjoyable enough like you get to watch your kid do this really cool thing and usually from what i've experienced if it's like they're taking them to if you're doing like a -a build-a-bear or a lush or you're taking them to have a specific experience 
that's often like a more of a drop-off experience like yeah. you take you take the a small yeah, yeah. group of children to the thing so yeah. for the the parent of the attendees mm. it's great because you get a couple of hours off yeah perfect um yeah. and it's also not that stressful for the host parent because you've only got a handful of kids to contend with and it might be quite draining for the hours that it's happening but also you're going to have other people that are helping you because there's going to be people facilitating said thing that they're doing experience and they're good with kids something like a spa party for example yeah um enjoyability for kids usually they love it yeah because it's their specific interest and the thing that they want to do perfect yeah love that great love it financially again like i said deceptively cost effective because you're you've got a naturally smaller guest list i still think it's pricey Yeah, yeah yeah sure but you're right, like in terms of like, if we're, if we're sort of putting out all of the sort of um, elements together, you're still winning, right? Yeah. For example, a lush party is £25 a head. Uh-huh. The trampoline thing was 22 yeah. And if, you, if you're paying £22 for 15 children yeah. compared to £25 for five so children... So you do five children, take them to Mackey's afterwards, it's still going to be cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, significantly cheaper. Ooh, this has got me thinking about Ramona's birthday. Very exciting. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, and then emotional, mental and physical cost. I'd say that's minimal, right? Minimal. Yeah. Because you're, like you say, you're not having to deal with as many kids and it's going to be a nice experience. What a lovely day out. You're not having to traipse through mud yeah. in your big farm. And you know, you know you're creating like a really cool memory for your yeah. child. So yeah. you, it makes you feel smug as a parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing, like I think you can, we can say about like the quirky party is that it often will say more about the parent say more about the family than it does about the specific child. <laughs> Fucking damn right, Sinead. <laughs> damn right. I mean, let's face it, I'm fairly sure that, like, the reason I wanted to run with that Adams Family theme party is because none of Ramona's schoolmates had been to one, to a Ramona party before. And part of it was a, like, shall we establish Rosie as the Adams Family mum? Yes. Come on. And all the parents came. They all loved it. They had a great time. But it was a really good way of being, like... I'm going to play on the fact that I'm the alt mother at the school gate. <laughs> yeah. And make it very, very obvious that I'm okay with that. And they'd be like, oh, cool. Okay, she's the Adams family mum. Cool, 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 <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, yeah. cool. So, yeah, I totally get that. I mean, it would be like, oh, she's Wigston's answer to Morticia Adams. But if we're being honest, you're much more of a Gomez. Why do you think I'm more of a Gomez? I mean, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I really I love Gomez. But why am I more Gomez than Morticia? I think... Is it the moustache? <laughs> I think that Gomez is just more like gregarious and yeah, yeah, yeah. enthusiastic than Morticia. Morticia's yeah. kind of like got this cool detachment to things, whereas you're yeah. like, if you really enjoy something, you really enjoy it, and you're like very earnestly enthusiastic about. The I thing. I would argue, Sinead, that I am um, equal parts of every single member of the Adams family. <laughs> Because I, I really love the idea that you see me more as a Gomez, but there has to be a part of Wednesday in me. There's definitely a part of Pugsy in me because I dress like a boy most of the time. But I like, like, there's de- I do think there are elements of me that are like a Morticia. I can be, I can be Morticia, but you're right. I think, I think at heart, at heart I'm Gomez. You're like a Gomez sun, Morticia moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wednesday <laughs> rising. Wednesday rising. <laughs> And then a Pugsley ret- retrograde. Retrograde? 
Oh, I love that for me. Thank you. Who do you think I am? Oh, yeah, I think you're def- you're Morticiason. You're Morticiason Gomez Moon. Moon. No, are you Fester Gomez? Rising? Fester Rising. Yes, I think that works. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Fester. Yeah, when you put a light bulb in your mouth, it does light up. So <laughs> I guess that works. I have very pronounced dark circles <laughs> under my eyes. And most importantly, completely bold. <laughs> my dad has a friend. Oh no. Who I hadn't seen for years and we were at a funeral and said to my dad, Dad, that man over there looks like Fester from the Adams family. Oh. So now we refer to him, not to his face, behind his back. This is why you're not naming this person. Specifically as Fester. I love it. Or just Uncle Fester. Love it. Ramona loves Uncle Fester. She thinks he's brilliant and I really love that for her. Oh, mate, the Adams family. Adams family values is my... By the way, for anyone who didn't know, most of you do because I don't shut up about it, I did a film degree, right? So I studied film quite a lot and and I will never, ever let anyone tell me that The Adams Family Values is not the best film on the planet. <laughs> fuck French New Wave, fuck German Expressionism, The Adams Family Values is the best film that has ever, ever been made. Fight me if you disagree. I won't fight Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Onwards. What's okay. the next? What's the next thing? So I think we've covered all the types of party now. Yes, we have. I mean, we fucking should have done. We've been speaking for an hour and ten oh, minutes. Good God. Um, Those think... paprika crisps are looking at me, Sinead. <laughs> so we've got to speak about the anatomy of the perfect party bag. Yeah, we fucking do. Yes, we fucking do. Your party bags were sensational, by the way. Really do you good. think? Yeah, Ramona lo- absolutely loved them, and I love them too. Because they had that kind of cute, that like it had like the kind of Japanese stationary cutesy element to them, which was definitely a bit of me. Yeah, I mean, I picked things that I knew that Darcy would like. Mm-hmm. So every kid got a bracelet. So let's kid... let's go back through. So we have to talk about my party bags too because they made me ill, yeah, mentally <laughs> and physically. But let's list all the things that are in both of our party bags, and then we'll discuss why what we think the anatomy of a party bag should be. Because yeah. I think we both did a really great job. Yeah. So your party bag, first of all, lovely pink paper bag, and you'd done some lovely modern calligraphy that I taught you one day um, on with the names, yes. which were beautiful, by the way. I was like, oh, she's good she, at She it. retained something. She's retained her. calligraphy knowledge. No, you, they were beautiful. I really Aww. liked them. I was like, yes, thank you. So lovely paper bag, lovely names Sustainability. Written on. Sustainability, Recyclable yes. paper bag. Very good. So that's a definite tick on the anatomy of the paper, of the party bag. Yeah. Sustainable, good. Okay, what else was in, the, in them then? So every child, and this was another good thing because I got kind of the amount of children, obviously, mm-hmm. and like there was different types of each element sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. every yeah. child got a little pad of post-it notes. So cute. And a pen. Cute. And they, they were got, like Jap- that cutesy Japanese yeah. kind of style. So there was yeah. like a panda, a turtle, a yeah. cat, a chicken, various other ones. And the pens were like a panda pen, a mouse pen, a bear pen. I really fucking loved them. She was so psyched about them. And then every child got a bracelet. Yeah. They got some tattoos, which... And that Genius. was another nice thing because I put them out in piles and let Darcy like compile the bags. So yeah. she picked out the tattoos that she thought each of her friends would like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bracelet and the pen and the notepad mm-hmm. that she thought her friends would like. And then they got a little tube of bubbles. Always love them. Which uh, I, love them. I stupidly bought 
empty bubble. Oh, you just bought the, the, the bottles. Little bottles. So, so I had, had to, to fill them. Fill them with bubble juice myself. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, rookie error. <laughs> rookie error. What else did I even put in there? Uh, what sweets were there? Were there sweets? Yes, we had Haribo and like a Freddo or a Fudge. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had yep. like a jelly sweet and a chocolate. Nice. Good combo. And then for her cake, actually, we didn't get like a pro- like a proper big cake made because I just thought cutting a cake is such a ball ache at a really, party. It really, really So is. we just got little things of cupcakes yeah. from M&S and put yeah. a cupcake in each party I think, bag. I think that's such a show. Such a shout, because they don't care. No, they're not like, they, they don't, don't look at the cake and they're like, oh, wow. The parents yeah. will look at the cake and be like, wow. You bought a little cake, didn't you, so she could blow her candles out. Yeah. Fine, just buy a cheap one from the shop and then a load of cupcakes. Yeah. Genius. Yeah, I really like that. Um, I can't remember if anything what else was there. I've forgotten. Was it was great, though. It was a really good, it was a really good party bag. Yeah, I really, I thought I did a quite a good job with them. And the, I spent, I think, £25 on every everything all of it so sweets bags all of the things that went into it yeah, yeah. and then, oh everyone got a little poppet like a little fidget toy oh yeah thing. the little key ring that's nice so i think shall i do the what was in mine first yeah because i think we both nailed the kind of the innards of the bag it needs to be a, a, a plethora of different things yeah and i think we got we think we hit all the elements yeah so my my party bags were first of all hand screen printed tote bags. Yeah. Why the fuck did I think that was a good idea? But they were amazing. They right? were wonderful. They're incredible. I designed them. They had like spooky things on them, and it was said trick or treat on them. All of your party bags, though, for all of Ramona's parties that I've been to, have been wonderful. Yeah, I really. It's because I'm because I fucking love stationery. And I love putting things. Oh, I did the um, I did the Julia Donaldson ones, didn't I? Yeah, loved them. So they were all like um, every single element of the party bag was based on like a Julia Donaldson book. Yeah, and they were all like re- related. I really think you should do this as, as I like think a I, business. I think I fucking could. I yeah. love doing it because I love putting things together and little bits of paper. And it was oh, I love it. It's honestly such a bit of me. I'm like kneeling up because I'm so excited. About <laughs> yeah, Rosie's basically like, sitting on top I'm of shaking. the laptop. So, yeah, so Ramona's trick-or-treat one. So there were screen-printed tote bags, so sustainability. The idea is that they get to keep the tote bag forever. And that was just because I got into screen-printing and I wanted to sort of, like, show off. Yeah. Well, no, it was like, it was a bit, it was something a bit extra, right? It's yeah. special. So that was fun, but I would not recommend doing it yourself ever because it, <laughs> it killed me. But inside, so I did a bag of treats. Yeah, so, so I did like sweeties and in a little stripy paper little bag, bag and then it said that. bag of treats on. Oh, I made badges, didn't I? Yeah. So I made little spooky badges and then I'd done like a activity sheet, spooky activity sheet. Yes. And then I did a thing. Wasn't a... it a little book? Oh, I did colouring books. I'd made colouring books that we were going to sell. So I thought I'd do prim- like... um Because Rosie is not sane of mind. Not sane of mind. She decided to make colouring made books. colouring books and they were like um they were supposed to be about like emotion um uh um, emotional regulating so it was mm. all about the senses and stuff so the, yeah handmade colouring book but that was again that was more like a something I wanted to do to sell so that was a good test run to see if yeah. the kids liked it so it had a colouring book which they did which they did of course I think I did like masks mm-hmm. like spooky masks let's say that that was it I think what we've nailed here there has to be some kind of sweet yeah there has to be a sugar item what? The kids fucking love sugar. Yeah. There it. has to be sweets in it. Obviously, there has to be cake. 
There has to be sweets. There has to be We've cake. We've discussed the benefits of cupcake over slice of cake. Sure. Slice of cake doesn't travel well. Doesn't travel well. And it's so hard. Messy. So messy. Cupcake's a good shout. I think you just need to pick things that aren't going to be emptied straight into the bin. So you want things that I think... I think the best way to describe the best anatomy of a, of a party bag is something that will keep the child happy the whole of the journey home and when they get home as well. Yeah. So you're talking your sweets and your cake, which they eat and they consume in their mouth, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. You want an activity that they have to think about, right? So you've got like the pen and the paper, something that's maybe yeah. stationary based, um, something that can maybe work on. Yeah. Something that they can wear, mask, yes. bracelet, yeah, something mm-hmm. that they could, it's like a memento of the party. Yeah. And then lastly... Um, and it's cute because then they've got matching with all their friends. That they all get to do. Yeah. And then the last thing that you need is an activity. Your tattoo, your key ring. Bubbles. Your bubble. It's something that you do. Yeah. And then you're covering all bases. Yeah, and I think it's easy to want to go really ham and put loads of stuff in it. But actually I think party bags are a lot more effective if you just pick a few elements and like mm. crucially they have to be things that your child loves as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that make the yeah. birthday child really happy and excited yeah definitely but i think as long as you're covering eating thinking concentrating working on something activity thing to do bubbles for example thing to wear and that's about it right yeah that's i think i be. think about five items yeah. is about the sweet spot yeah for a party bag yeah and shall we talk about the politics of a guest list? Let me pose a question to you, Rosie. Oh, God, okay. Do you think it's acceptable to remove a child from the guest list because you don't get on with their mum? Or not don't get on with her, but they're just, she's just not the, the parents aren't necessarily the sort of people that you want to spend time with. <clears throat> well, yes. And yes. do you gently push your child to pick the children whose parents you like? Um, I th- yeah, I think that's fine because you're in charge of the party. Yeah. So I don't, th- and also I think ultimately your kids are not going to care. It's yeah. their party. It's all about them. They don't really give a shit who's there. I think the exception would be if it's their best, 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 best friend. Yeah. And you're like, oh well, you okay. Know, I don't like her mom, so she's not coming. That's out of order. Yeah, yeah. But if it's yeah. just like a peripheral friend. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think it's fine. Too. I think that's fine because it's not, it's again, they're not going to notice. Yeah. They're not going to notice. It's going to be so wild and crazy. Mm. Unless, I think the only time that might be a problem is if we're talking about one of those miscellaneous parties where it's a small guest list. Yeah. If it's a handful of people. But if, like you say, that's more likely to be a drop off situation, then it doesn't matter so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've not had to experience that yet because, so the parties that I did before last year were all at my caravan in the woods and they were all just you guys. So yeah. there weren't any school friends. So it was a handful of people. So that, I guess that would that would fall into the miscellaneous category because it was a wood party and it had a theme and there was only a handful of kids there. Yeah. That's fine. And then the other party last year was a village hall situation. So I invited fucking everyone. So there yeah. was like <clears throat> 60 people there or something ridiculous. So I've not experienced yet. So maybe this is going to be my first year where I do have to consider the politics of the kids that I invite yeah because I don't think... want to invite you no, I'm joking <laughs> it's really <laughs> it's really difficult as well because like our children are they're still quite small yeah up until this year really 
they forget who their own friends are. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. ask them, Darcy, yeah. who would you like to invite to your party? Who do I know? Who do I know? I can name a few people. She's just like, well... And then she's, like, spouting off the names of children she yeah. you've never heard of before. You're yeah, like, yeah, well... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not sure I can invite that child because I don't know if they exist. Yeah. Are they real? <laughs> Have I met this person before? Yeah. And that's difficult, especially if you're trying to do, like, a, a whole class party in like eyfs mm. because at our school if you ask for a list of all the children they won't give it to no, you because won't. of data protection no we've got like a whatsapp group where we've got the list so every so often someone's like sorry has anyone got that picture of that list of all the kids because <laughs> the school won't give it to me so you sort of know and i do wonder actually like how many parties how many people what's the ratio of people having parties where not all the kids in the school are, are invited to mm. you know what i mean yeah and if your school is relatively small then like I don't think our 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 school is that small. Like there's three classes of Darcy's year group, mm. but they the classes integrate quite a lot, especially in EYFS. So you oh, don't no. know what kid is in what class. That's insane. So you're like, oh, I can either choose exactly who's coming to your party, or I have to invite sixty children mm. <laughs> to the party. I think Ramona's going to be because Ramona's like you know got like a handful of friends and she's not super like confident in talking to people i think she'd be happier with a smaller party yeah yeah i'm gonna have to get back to you on that when i do decide to organize her next party and see how i (laughs) see how i get on with the politics of that but yeah i think in generally speaking you're in charge they're still little you can do what you want yeah you like yeah that's true uh two more things to discuss because we again have ran our mouths of course um drop-off parties why do they not exist more? Yeah, I think they will as they get older. Do you reckon? Yeah. I seem to remember as a child that drop-off parties were parties. Yeah. <laughs> and now I've got my own children. Apparently drop-off parties are not parties. Drop-off parties are like... It's like you have to specify on the invite. You have to it's say a it's a drop-off party. Yeah. And if it is, it's like... <gasps> Although there is a mum from Darcy's class and I admire her so much for this. Mm. She, at every party... Drops off her children mm. and just goes. Yeah, I've got, we've got one of them, and that's like we've I think that's, I really admire that. It's so just ballsy. Goes, yeah, I'm going. There, there was one. She's of, just like you've got my number. If they if they need anything, just give me a ring. Insane. And her kids are so well behaved. That's good. Like you, that's good. I've had them at Darcy's two parties since she started school, and to be fair, I can't. She's got twins, six year old yeah, twins, yeah, yeah. or five year old twins. <laughs> Yeah, they are six already. So I can't blame her for yeah. wanting to drop them off. Yeah. It is very ballsy, though. I have to say, I don't know how I feel about it because it did happen to me. I did have one of the mums being like, okay, I'm going now. And I was like, it's not a drop-off party. And she's like, but I've got I've got the baby. And I was like, I've got the baby. <laughs> I have a baby. I don't give a shit. I, I, I didn't specify it was a drop-off party. So it is, yeah, it's quite difficult, isn't it? Because... You have to say if it's a drop-off party now, and otherwise you're in very murky waters, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Very murky waters. I mean, it's fine if you are going to be ballsy, but um, I would never dare do it. No, I would I would never dare. Mm-hmm. I'd be terrified to. So what I will do is just sit passive-aggressively on my own at a table, I guess. <laughs> it depends. I think this one that we've got coming up this week, I, th- I can't remember if I have a work thing to do. I'm hoping I have a work thing to do. <laughs> 
so that it could be Dave that has to sit on his own at the table and take Ramona. <laughs> Rosie's like, I will make a work thing oh, to do. Oh, I actually definitely have a work thing to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> will you be back when I get home, Rosie? Yeah, I think I might be back, actually. Yeah, I might be at home when, by the time you get back. Will you have left the house, Rosie? <laughs> um, we'll see. One last thing before okay. we talk loves and loathes. Parties of our youths that don't seem to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. McDonald's party. Yeah, mate. Do you remember the party area of McDonald's? Yeah. Used to be I do. the best. Of course I do. If McDonald's parties were still an option, I would absolutely do a McDonald's 100%. party. 100%. I'm a slave to capitalism. Yeah. I definitely have one. Um, so cheap. I actually, this is insane, Sinead, but I remember once having a Wendy's party. I don't even know what Wendy's is. So Wendy's is like an American chain that you still get in America a lot, but just not over here. But they used to have one at um, Meridian. Really? So my dad being the maverick that he is, instead of having a McDonald's party, we had a Wendy's party. Wow. One of the other parties, I have to mention this, as soon as we, I read our sort of like um, bullet points for the kids' parties, I'm... This is why, this is exactly why I have this problem with trying to create beautiful core memories that make your childhood the most perfect ball of happiness. (laughs) It's because one one party that I had, my mum, it was just a handful of kids that came around my house. My mum created a treasure hunt in our back garden. So she'd actually made parchment. So she'd done tea stained paper and it was a treasure hunt around the garden. Really simple. I mean, it would have been so, so simple. It would have been like, look behind this tree. And we all had to find the next clue, all of us together as a group. So it was just me and a group of girls, I think. And we went around the garden and the last, the last clue sent all of us off into different directions. My dad's an engraver by trade. All he had done had these little like gold coins. So I guess like a little dog tag, but without the hole in. And he'd engraved the name of every person. So each name, each Darcy gold still coin has had her medals name. that you got oh, engraved yeah, da- for yeah. the parties. Yeah. But she has both of them. Yeah. So my dad's engraved medals for Ramona's parties. But yeah, it was just a little coin that had our names engraved on, and all of us found our own little coin, and that was what we got to keep. And honestly, oh. like that memory for me is like I had the most perfect childhood because things like that happened. Yeah. That's why I'm so obsessed with trying to create those things for Ramona. But I mean, I don't know why. I love how you're like trying to create those things for Ramona. It's fine though, because Lola doesn't need them. She's the second child. <laughs> Lola, yeah. Well, do you think? Do you think for one second that my parents did a treasure hunt party for either of my brothers? <laughs> of course they fucking didn't. There ain't no gold coins in my brother's uh, memory boxes. That's for sure. Your brother's memory boxes are just empty. Empty. <laughs> empty. Just like, just a single McDonald's wrapper. Yeah. That's it. That's all there is. Yeah, McDonald's parties were great. I didn't, I never had a McDonald's party, but I went to a few. I I'm pretty sure I had a McDonald's party. I remember having a party at the Funky Forest. Where's that? You, you know the house that we drive past? The big house? No, the house that we drive past on the way back from Stayfree that has the p- picture of the man's face Yeah, 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 outside. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the pub next there, door yeah, to yeah. that, Heathley Park, you used yeah. to have like a a soft play in it so it's a bit like a sort of um hobby horse type thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it okay. was called funky forest funky forest and it was great nice. i had i had a funky forest party one year and i had a harry potter birthday cake oh lovely it's great loved that party lovely and that year for my birthday i'd got that babylis thing where you put your hair in it and it would like create little yeah like 
twists in your oh hair. Oh my god. So I had like twists in my hair with beads on. We're so old. I know, yeah. We are so Actually disgusting. old. Ah. So I think we have basically said everything that needs to be said about kids' birthday I th- parties. I, I think we've gone gone deep, haven't we? Yeah. And we've exposed Big Farm for what it is. <laughs> so I think we've done our jobs properly, haven't we? Yes. So do you have a love of the week for me this yeah, week? Yeah. So I hope you don't mind this because I'm gonna go. I'm go, I'm gonna go do something very rash now. Okay. Um, I need my love and loathe to be said at the same time because they're part of the same thing. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. So my love of the week is having a little snacky on a train. Yeah. But my loathe of the week is having a full meal on the train. Okay. So I had to get the train to Liverpool this week, which was lovely because I've not been on the train for ages, so it was great. I love going on the train. Love going on the train. It's so much fun. And I love nothing more than going into a shop and buying myself a little snicky snacky, Mm -hmm. maybe a packet of sweets or a nice crisp, and just sitting and munching on them sporadically throughout the train journey. Yeah. So that's my love of the week. I bought these lovely Haribos. They're from one of those shops that sell like American sweets. So they're ones yeah. you don't usually get. And they were really tasty. So I was like, I'm going to have another Haribo. Nom, 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 nom. I'm on the train. Snicky, snacky. Lovely. My loathe of the week is the couple that was sat opposite me on the way back from Liverpool. Having a whole banquet. Oh, God. Like, first of all, they were literally, like, putting stuff on top of my iPad that was on the table. So I was like, that's not okay because you're encroaching on my space. I'm not all right with this. So this old elderly couple, there were a group of young lads who I who were Eastern European, but I didn't know the language fully, so I couldn't tell exactly where they were from. Lovely lads, and they were just sat playing cards. And as soon as the old couple sat down, I heard the old lady say to her, to her other half, she was like, where do you reckon they're from? And then she asked it. She kept going, what do you what do you reckon then? What do you reckon? Italian? What do you reckon? I was like, fuck off. None they're not you're... Italian. They're not going like <laughs> this. <laughs> fuck off. None of your fucking business where they're from, actually. <laughs> and then and then they proceeded to get all these different things out. So it was like sandwiches. I've just realised like they're yogurt. not going like this. This is an audio only format. Yeah, they can't see you doing the Italian hand. Italian hand gesture. <laughs> Italian hand gesture. Which I, I can uh, confirm does happen in real life because I have an Italian friend and she does it a lot. And then I also do it when I spend time with her. Um, Cinque de terra. Um, but yeah, so they, they were like having, opening their sandwiches up. But the guy got like, I think it was like a granola yogurt thing. I didn't look at it because I was so furious with him because he sat like leant over the table with his spoon. <laughs> uh, the spoon. I was just like, this is not acceptable. I, like a normal human, are very discreetly snacking on my Haribos to give me sustenance as I sit on the train. It is not okay for you to get out your full lunch and just slam your face full of it while I'm sat opposite you. Yeah. Not okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I I fully agree with you. Thank you very much. What's your love and loathe of the week? My love of the week this week is my Kindle. Okay. I, up until last year, was staunchly physical book yeah 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 me too i've yeah loved carrying around a physical book with me reading it um i got myself kindle last summer Mm -hmm. and since then have read a lot more yeah and find it to be a lot handier because you can read it in bed with the lights off that's true yeah that's true you can just pop it in any handbag Mm -hmm. and bring it around with you you have the entire world of books at your very fingertips yeah no sorry mate i love it i don't agree it's because i don't have one i know it's one of those things like having an air fry i don't like do you know what i mean i don't have a kindle so i love books yeah. i love buying books don't get me wrong i do love 
I love buying books. I love holding a book. I love fingering the page as you're about to turn it. I love be- bending it halfway through and going, now we're bending the spine. I love it. Love I do smell. love physical books, but I have arguably too many physical books. Have you, have you seen... Yeah, I think you need to come to my house and look at uh, the amount uh, that my books are taking up space. <laughs> It's yeah, silly. I mean, you're right. It's silly. It's my insane. Books, my all of my books are currently not in my bedroom um, because they are because residing want... in my book room, which yeah. is my brother's bedroom. Because you want to be able to sleep. <laughs> you want somewhere to be able to lie down at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that though. I don't think there's anything like I know that I'm a hoarder and I know I have too much stuff, but I I think I really do draw the line. Like you can never have too many books. No, I you do, and I do agree with that. I just think, but for accessibility, travel, maybe it's nice to have a bit of both, right? You're yeah. still going to buy books. Yeah, yeah. But you can have your Kindle as well, and also Fine. it tends to be a lot cheaper to get like an ebook. Like, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. after Christmas, I bought there was like a deal on, what loads of books had come down in Kindle form format on yeah. Amazon, so I got like. 15 books for a tenner mm, nice and um, nice i can just access them when whenever i want to because i've got the kindle app on my phone as well yeah so i can like dip in and out of different books whenever i want and like, i will never not love physical books but for me like the reading of the book is more important than the yeah. holding of the book yeah, yeah the yeah. information is still there it's still yeah. the same all right and then. i always thought i never thought i would be a kindle person but now i am absolutely a kindle person i've read some absolute crackers so and it's made me read more because it i can carry it around in my pocket and just pull it out whenever yeah yeah all right mate i'll, I'll let you so i've read i'll let you have it six books this year mm. I have read six books in January. Nearly one. <laughs> uh, one of them, great book, is called Her Majesty's Royal Coven by okay. an author called Juno Dawson. It's very good. I'm just going to add that to my... Because actually... It's like, about witches. Oh, yes, please. That's so interesting because one of the things I'm going to speak about on the next episode is witches. So strap in. <laughs> What's it called again? I'm just going to put it in my basket. Her Majesty's Royal Coven. Okay, thank you. And I'm going to show you something when we've finished. Um, oh, five pounds. Yes, please. Woohoo! Okay, what's your loathe of the week? My loathe of the week is decision paralysis. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Tell I do this it. all the time. If I'm trying to choose something to watch on the telly and I don't have a specific idea of what I want to watch in mind, yeah. I will scroll through the options on BBC iPlayer, ITVX, Disney+, Plus. Netflix, Prime, Now TV, yeah, Paramount too. Plus, every single streaming platform. Mm-hmm. I will look at every single option available to me yep. and then get tired of looking at the telly and go to bed. Yeah, me too. I do it all the time and it's so infuriating. And I get so Hate pissed it. off with myself. Yeah. This is why I need someone to make decisions for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I hate it. The only reason that I don't do it as much as you is because when I'm doing it and Dave's usually with me, it like it makes me embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for how awful I am at it. So I, in the end, I just give up. Because I'm like, I can't do it. This is the thing. Tapping out. In project, get Sinead a nice person to date in 2024. Mm. This is, I've come to realise something that is a non-negotiable for me. Yeah. In a relationship, I need to be with someone that can pick what we watch on the telly. Okay. 
that will take okay. my ideas into yeah, yeah. consideration, but will just like be like, just make that decision and be like, yeah. we're watching this tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's what I need because I'm incapable of doing it for myself. I would like to put a call out. Actually, I, I was thinking about this earlier um, because uh, my Dave is um, famously perfect and wonderful. And I spent some time with my friend Jess in Liverpool and her husband, Dave, is also wonderful. And like, they're both real troopers <laughs> dealing with us <laughs> and our shit. So I'd like to put a call out for any prospective Davids out there. I think what you need, Sinead, is Do a Do I Dave. need a Dave? You need a Dave. So I want any single male who is... Um, called happy, Dave. <laughs> that is, first of all, critically, number one, called Dave. <laughs> Number two, happy to accept that if they are in a relationship, they will not be wearing the trousers and they are all the stronger for it. They need to class themselves as a feminist. They need to be able to um, call out other people if they're not like speaking right about things. Um, are happy to accept a strong, independent woman, but will also choose things on the telly for them. Yeah. So if there's any Daves that think they might be that Dave, then they need to get in touch. Because I've decided that one of your um, parole, one of my parole officer duties <laughs> is that we need to get you a Dave. That's okay. what I've decided. Because I spent time with another Dave and her, and his wife. And I was like, Sinead needs a Dave. <laughs> Sinead needs a Dave. Sinead needs a Dave. So we're going to get you a Dave. Okay? Okay. Come on, universe. Sort us out. Don't give it. Not, not another fucking thing. A Dave, please. Yes. A Dave. I just need a Dave to drop into my lap. Yes, please. Come on. Let's make this happen. So have we spoken in enough? <laughs> what do you reckon? What do you fucking uh, think? Yes. Yes, we have. Um, thank you for listening to us. Yes. Waffle and yap again. I think that ca- I think there was a lot of good information there. Lots of good information. A lot of good content, right? Mm. Instead of us just ranting. Content machines. Content machines we are. We're, like, we're almost like the big farm <laughs> of talking, aren't we? Yes. Um... Please come to Milf and Margs if you live in the Leicestershire area. It's on the 22nd of February at Little Sister. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Amateur Milf Society. And we're on TikTok as well. But we actually haven't made a TikTok we since before TikToks Christmas. We haven't done TikToks in ages because we're not 20. Um, Maybe we we'll should try. start doing that again. We'll try. Um, yeah. I don't and think we've got any more announcements. But no. thank you for listening. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.